Welcome, everyone, to the Sun Country Airlines 2021 Contract Education Podcast. I am First Officer Ethan Loftus, and I am joined today by Eric Mink, MEC Chairman for Sun Country, as well as Kevin Broman, Sun Country MEC Secretary Treasurer, about uh, for today's episode about release and report if not provided with a trip detail list. Uh, for those following along, today's episode discusses Section 25, Paragraph uh, B. So, Eric, I'm here. Uh, I'm new here, and I'm on reserve. Uh, if I'm called for an assi- assignment, what information must I be provided? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, it's important to note that, uh, you know, every trip needs to have a, a full detail list, right? So, when you uh, when you see trips in open time, uh, there should be a full listing uh, of all of the details that are uh, necessary for that trip, and it's a, it's quite a long list. Um, but that's a little bit different if you're a reserve and they haven't constructed the trip yet, which is to say they might not have some of the uh, more accurate details, say like the aircraft type or something like that uh put together yet because they have not completed constructing the trip but they want to get you started enough to the airport so at at the very bare minimum what they have to be able to give you uh when they initially contact you is a report and release time for all duty periods uh scheduled stops so where you're stopping and then the departure and arrival times okay and the purpose of this is to allow you to make calculations about the length of each duty day uh, so, you know, you, you can see your duty period and your trip hours and be able to uh, apply that against uh, your 117 limits, right? So, again, uh, what they need to give you at the time that they initially talk to you is the report and release times for all duty periods, uh, the scheduled stops, and then the departure and arrival times. Okay, well... Uh, that makes a lot of sense knowing uh, for 117 calculations. Now, I believe uh, anybody that's been on reserve or rece- uh, received a call from scheduling has gotten the, we have a we have an assignment for you with a showtime at this. It's on your schedule. Go ahead and take a look at it. Um, and they don't, on the phone call, don't provide you that information, but it is in your e-crew. Does that count as having that information available or do they need to spell it out for you in the phone call? Yeah, if I mean, if you asked for it specifically uh, to be read to you, uh, certainly they, they should do exactly that. Uh, it very well could be that you're just not, you know, somewhere where you can access a, a computer or uh, don't have the ability to access it on your phone or whatever, right? So if you need to be able to make those decisions about whether your assignment is legal in terms of uh, 117 duty, um, certainly they should at least give you those uh, required initial contact uh, issues. But in terms of leaving you a message on your phone uh, and directing you to go take a look at uh, uh, at your schedule online, sure, that's that's a legitimate way of uh, giving you those details. Okay, perfect. Um, and as far as you talked about at initial contact, um, I'm assuming by the time we check in, we're realistically supposed to have all the details. Can you elaborate on that uh, yeah. a little bit more? Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, at your scheduled time of check-in, um, you need to be able to look at that full trip. Now, uh, that's 
the full long list of uh, 13 items, right? Trip number, report and release times for all duty periods, flight numbers, aircraft type for each trip, all scheduled stops, departure and arrival times, total block to block times, length of each duty period, the layover city and length of time between flights, uh, hotel and uh, transportation, with contact numbers, um, and the uh, scheduled value of the trip, right, uh, as well as the trip hours, so you can calculate the rig, and then uh, the planned dollar value of per diem. So all of the information needs to be available by the time that you check in. And um, let's say there's a situation where you report or, at, you know, you report in or at your time or schedule and you go on and they're missing some information. Uh, hotels is probably going to be the one I would probably imagine to see if it's a last minute change or whatnot. If you're in that situation, that information is not there. What does that mean for the pilots? Yeah, sure. So if you're not provided with all 13 items at check-in, uh, or if the trip cancels prior to check-in, you are released with a minimum trip credit of uh, five hours above guarantee. So kind of uh, important to understand that the genesis of this language is a grievance settlement, and that the, essentially the grievance settlement is built right into the contract. So uh, if they fail to provide you with that information, you're with five hours of, of above guarantee. Now, that's for regular pilots. Is there any differences for reserve pilots? No, there is no. no difference between the reserve or the regular pilot. If you're not given those details, both on reserve and re regular pilots, with absent those details, you are released. Yep, that's right, Kevin. The only difference comes in, There, there is a little bit of a difference if they have all 13 of those items, they had everything for you and all the details were there and you cancel prior to check-in, you know, or you've checked in, excuse me, and then the trip cancels, you're getting ready to go, but you've had all your info. It wasn't because of a lack of info and you've checked in and it cancels. Then there is a provision that you can be held up to two hours for a further assignment, but this only applies to our reserve pilots that two hours only applies to a reserve pilot regular pilot you're always released you go home yeah that's right kevin uh important to remember that there is a distinction there on that that two hour uh requirement right and uh what what the, what's happening here is they're, they're saying you need to have the full trip the trip needs to be real right um, because otherwise, well, why don't you just call up a reserve and then we'll hold them for two hours on some kind of quasi, uh, sub Rosa, uh, airport hot reserve. Right. Um, so it's required that they actually build the trip. And that means that you're going to have, you know, all the pay that goes along with that trip is going to credit towards your guarantee. And, uh, if it cancels after you've checked in, then it's, uh, you know, a two hour wait time to, uh, or they can ask you to wait for two hours for further assignment on reserve and reserve only yeah that it does sound like a very important distinction for everybody to know so we definitely appreciate that clear yeah. explana explanation of that thank you guys yeah the regular and relief pilots should never be asked to wait for two hours following a cancellation okay. 
Well, thank you guys. Um, as always, if any of you listening listening have any questions, please reach out to a P2P volunteer with the Red Lanyard, a contract compliance volunteer, a member of the MEC, or don't forget, you can always follow DART. Thanks and see you next time.